0: Some announcements we have to make, you know. (laughs) It's all part of business. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good group of people. I'm hungry tonight. Praise the Lord. I'm gonna have my team up here. Come on up here. We we had a impromptu conversation at the end of the second service, I think. And we were talking about uh, just getting free, being free, allowing the Holy Spirit to touch your heart, touch your life. And then Alex is, you know, God's taking her deeper in her relationship with the Lord. And we should all always be going deeper and falling in love more and more with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? That's what it's all about. Hallelujah. So, Olivia, just share with you what you shared with me about your experience. You know, there's a time when you're holding back, not wanting to be free. Yeah, yeah go ahead.
1: So, basically, <laughs> um, if you know me, my name's Olivia. I grew up here at Living Word my whole life since I was born, and I've witnessed, um, you know, people laughing people speaking in tongues, people falling out in the spirit. My whole life, you can ask anyone, I've literally been here till midnight because my grandmother and Lori Auntie and everybody was just on the floor, drunk in the spirit. So I've been around it and I'm comfortable with it, but there's never, there wasn't a moment until recently that I fully jumped in on it. I believed it, I knew that it could happen, but there was something inside of me that was like, God, if you're real, then you have to do it for me. You have to take hold of it. But what I didn't understand is that I was holding my hand up like this and saying, no, no, it has to be the way that I want it, the way that I want to see it. You literally have to possess my body in order for me to jump in until recently when I've just been getting more comfortable with like, God, come do your will, do your will in me, do your will inside of me. I don't care if I'm rolling on the floor. I don't care if I'm like passed out for hours. I just want your will. So when we went down to Louisiana, we um, saw Mark Hankins, and that was like the first time that I fully (laughs) jumped in. And you know, it only takes one moment, it only takes one experience to completely captivate you and make you hungry for more. Almost like you're addicted to that feeling like, God, I wanna laugh today in your presence. God, I wanna have the joy of the Lord within me 24/7. And if from that moment on, there has not been a Jesus encounter, there has not been a Sunday night where my belly hasn't, although I might not look like it, my laughs are a lot more timid than (laughs) everyone else's. Mine is like a belly laugh laugh that I like cannot persist and then my stomach hurts like crazy but like that grateful like joyful stomach so if it is you tonight who has been holding your hand up saying God I want it my way or no I'll only go so far don't go so far jump into the deep end This is the night to jump in fully, 100%, head underwater completely. It might seem weird. It might be weird to you right now, but, and it doesn't matter how long you've been here because I've been here my whole life, and I just recently started jumping in. So if you haven't fully, even if you've been here longer than me and you haven't fully submitted yourself underwater, do it tonight. Just do it. Jump
0: into the river. Yes, jump into the river. And listen, the Bible says from your belly shall flow rivers of living water hallelujah so you're going to have that mm, the belly laugh that experience it's your inner being hallelujah it's not an outward thing but it's it's something that happens on the inside it causes you to jump a little bit amen and move a little bit hallelujah alex share with what you shared with me today
2: (laughs) I was not expecting this, and I don't know how I'm going to fall that. That was really good. But I'll just say what I was saying personally to Pastor Ed when I was talking to him in the back. I was just talking about how um, I just feel like this drawing from God. I don't know if it's a season that a lot of people are experiencing this, but personally, I've just been feeling this deep, like deep draw from God. And like, um, you know, studying the Bible is so important and we know that, and being in church is so important, but I felt like God was showing me this new dimension where he was saying, but sitting with me and hearing what I have to say to you, to you personally, because the Bible will always affirm what he says, but also to know what God is saying to you in this moment in your life was so important. So lately, I've been kind of just sitting with God, put on a little worship music, asking God, what is it that you're dealing with me personally? And I've noticed, like, you know, these times where we're coming in and she was talking about it and you'll laugh and you'll get those laughs from your belly. These are moments that I'm having with God by myself, in my room, in my car, like just whatever. But I also felt like God was dealing with us about familiar familiarity and how Jesus, well, I'll just say it quick. We've talked about it a lot, but our team, but how Jesus went to his hometown And he was unable to perform any miracles, Jesus himself. There is nothing wrong with Jesus. He didn't step out of the anointing that day and, oh, he sinned, so he wasn't flowing right. It was Jesus who literally can do no wrong. He went into his hometown and he went to perform miracles, set people free, give them joy, give them freedom, (laughs) give them life. And nothing happened. And the reason was not because of Jesus. It was because of the people who said oh, just another church service just another sunday night just another month in church just another year in church oh it's just my pastor it's just the same worship team i hear all the time this isn't a conference so you know on in your conference you're you're all you're the best version of your christian self but in church you can be like oh, just another day just another task but the importance of that was that jesus was unable to perform any miracles in their lives because they got too familiar so i was just feeling that god was telling us uh said it best when you go to a like your favorite sports team what where would you want to be sitting you would want to be courtside if you're at that basketball game you want to be on the field as close as you can get press in because literally this will pass you by God cannot move if he doesn't if you don't let him move. He's not he's not ever going to force you into anything. So we were just feeling like when we were seeking God or when I was seeking God, I just felt like God said, "Don't be familiar. Do not be familiar with me. Know that I'm always doing something new. I'm always speaking something new. I'm always trying something. If you have if you're believing God for something different, praise him different, worship him different, ask him in a different way. Go, put your faith forward and know that this is courtside. Right here where the pastor's anointing spilling over, where the worship team is, this is courtside. Get up there. Get your blessing. Get what you're here for because it, it will come and it will go, and you'll say, wow, I missed it. And yep. that's just how I felt.
0: Amen. Thank it's you, It's exciting. Girls. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't want to tell the girls earlier because they would have backed out. (laughs) So I told them when I got here. Amen? And Alex says, I'm nervous, but I feel the anointing. All right, that's a good way to feel. Amen? I'm nervous, but I feel the anointing. You know, it is uh, familiar. You know, you get used to the same people around you. But we should never be that way with Jesus. Because Jesus is here. I shared that this morning. Where two or more are gathered here in his name he's walking up and down the aisles glory to god he's gathered here with us amen it's hard to, to visualize that but he is glory to god he wants to be a part of us move with us hallelujah today we uh i just want to share i i mentioned this briefly this morning i, I watched flashpoint the other night they're having uh their rally in uh, ohio and uh powerful powerful meeting i I would just you know i thought i'd just check it out to see what the prophets were saying what the men of god were saying about you know the times that we're living in and and what they feel that's going to happen and uh it it really ended up being a revival meeting just an awakening service. Uh, people were being baptized in water, being ba- And, you know, uh, right in the middle, well, after, you know, the, the ones that stopped talking and shared and they prayed and t- took authority over the enemy and so on and so forth, they had uh, their youth from some church, I don't know what church it was or what, they, they, they had uh, probably 100, 200 young people come up to the front of the tent. Now, they were outside in a tent and uh, they came up and they were all, they had all been baptized with the Holy Spirit. And the man of God, the preacher that was asked to, to share with the congregation, you know, told the people, this is your night. And, and there were all kinds of denominational people there. It just wasn't charismatic or Pentecostal people. There were uh, people from all walks of faith in the building. And so he shared about the the baptism of the Holy Spirit, about speaking in tongues. And uh, he had everybody that wanted that experience to stand up, and almost the whole place stood up. Amen. And he had those young people. He said, now don't lay hands on anybody, but you guys just walk the aisles of these tents and pray in the Holy Spirit. And as they did it, people were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Hundreds were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. I mean, it's a happening thing. We are in an awakening. Amen? Amen? We can either jump into it, or we can just wait for something else to happen when it's happening here. It's happening right now. We can tell it in our services. You can tell it in your, uh, the atmosphere is changing, just like the song that they sang before we came up here. There is something happening, dynamic. And, And I know many of you feel that. You sense it. It happened this morning in the service, uh, both services. Uh, it's just the Holy Spirit is be- wanting to show up in a mighty way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He wants to show off and show off powerfully, uh, revealing Jesus. That's what he's sent to do, reveal Jesus in a closer fellowship with him. Amen? The Holy Spirit was sent not to talk about himself. And a lot of times we brag on He, he is The presence of god on the earth right now he is the third person of the godhead but but uh jesus said when he comes he's going to glorify me it's going to glorify jesus so this is a jesus encounter and we are going to let the holy spirit glory to god magnify jesus amen and the shedding of his blood And if you're not here, I mean, if you're here and you haven't received Christ into your life or seen new faces, I don't know your spiritual condition, but it's important that you make Jesus the Lord of your life to ask Him into your heart. The only thing God requires is that you believe that Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago and that He died for your sins. Because all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God, the Bible says. We're all sinners. We're born into sin because of Adam's sin. But Jesus came to change things. All who call upon the name of Jesus, the Bible says, shall be saved. So the Father asks us two things. Number one, to believe that Jesus died on the cross to save you and that you confess him before men, that he is Lord and Savior of your life. It's so simple. I want us to bow our heads right now before we go any farther in the service. And I want to ask those of you that maybe have never asked Jesus into your heart. He did go to the cross. He died for you. There is a hell. There is a heaven. And a lot of this isn't preached in churches today. But it's through the Bible. Jesus talked a lot about hell. There's more about hell than there is heaven that Jesus talked about. But Jesus came to set us free. Amen? Praise God, because we are all on our way to hell, but Jesus came to die on the cross so that we could have eternal life. And one of these days, we're going to draw our last breath, and that's going to enter into eternity. And I like what one person said, eternity is a very long time. Amen? We're only here on the earth just a short time. Fragment, just just a minute, just a oh, you can't even you know nothing compared to eternity, just a spot, but we're gonna be in one place or another. And Jesus died on the cross. He went to the cross so that you could live forever and ever in His presence in heaven. We're not gonna float on clouds. We're gonna, Amen. It's gonna, it's the greatest place that it, it's it's, Amen. God would never plan something bad for his children. He has something delightful in store for us in eternity. Amen. You're not going to be bored. Glory to God. But I want to give you that opportunity right now. If your heads are bowed, I want you to, to pray this prayer with me, okay? And pray it sincerely. Again, you believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sin and that you confess him as Lord and Savior of your life. Heavenly Father, pray this with me. Heavenly Father, I come to you right now. I thank you that, you're, that you sent your only son to die on the cross in my place, to take my judgment upon himself. He went to hell for me. And dear Jesus, I ask you right now, To come into my heart, to come into my life, to be my Lord and Savior. I thank you that I've called upon your name, and your word says that if I receive you and call upon your name as my Lord and Savior, that I shall be saved. Therefore, I am saved. I'm born again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Come on, praise God. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a free gift. You can't earn it. It's free. Hallelujah. And then, oh, praise God, you have a ticket into everything you ever want. Amen. How many of you would like access into some place? How many of you like a shopping spree? With your favorite store with no limits. Come on, just think about that. Everything that you could pack in your car. Well, wait a minute, I'm gonna get a U-Haul truck. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen, that's what the psalmist David says: Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Amen? Who forgives of, of all of our iniquities and who heals us from all our diseases. Glory to God. That's powerful, isn't it? amen all hallelujah well glory to god we talked about overflow today i want to look at amos again if you have that scripture up there hallelujah because we are believing for overflow of prosperity overflow of healing overflow of blessing amen your family being saved whatever you can believe for ephesians 3:20. Uh, god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the power that is at work within you, the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Who's here tonight in this building. Glory to God. Amen. So let's read this in the Message Bible. Hallelujah. It says, Yes, indeed. Verse 13, it won't be long now. God's decree. We talked about that this morning. When God says something, He says, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return unto me empty or uh, void of being accomplished. But He said, It will accomplish that which I have sent it to accomplish. Isn't that powerful? Amen? Hallelujah. The Bible says God sent his word to heal. His word has been released in the earth on healing. His word has been released in the earth on prospering us and to give us good things. And Jesus paid the price tag. He paid the penalty. Glory to God. So it's already been paid for. You can go up to the cash register and it's done. Come on now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. We're trying to wrap our heads around that. What does that mean? Think about it. your heads will swim, glory to God. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look, blessings. Say blessings with me blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills i'll make everything right again for my people israel and i said this morning we have been grafted into the blessing of abraham amen hallelujah so all that pertains to israel pertains to us they'll rebuild their ruined cities that's what we're doing saturday at rockland amen we're going to go witnessing praise god sharing jesus to this city they'll plant vineyards and drink good wine they'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables if you don't have a green thumb you don't have to worry about it just bless it just speak to your garden amen (laughs) they'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables they'll plant them and plant them on their own land say their own land hallelujah you need to be you renters you need to be believing for your own house amen your own land that is god's promise that's one of his uh benefits glory to god hallelujah Uh, and they'll never be uprooted again from the land that i have given them god is blessing you so much somebody said he'll bless your socks off i don't know if we want that done but he'll bless you so much and the bible says here he'll make your head swim glory to god are you ready for that Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, one of the great things about the the outpouring that we're living in today, the the, the overflow, is is truly the whole overflow of blessing the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God. Being so filled. The Bible says we are not to be drunk with wine wherein is access or debauchery or drunken stupor. Amen. But we are to be constantly be being filled with the holy spirit amen even if you were filled with the holy spirit 50 years ago that's not going to take you that's not going to fix you that's not going to help you you've got to be constantly somebody said get under the spout where the glory is being poured out amen being, being filled. We've seen this in the book of Acts. They were filled not once, twice, but many, many times, being baptized with the Holy Spirit. And the way you know that you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to go through every scripture on this tonight, but read the book of Acts. Every time they were baptized with the Holy Spirit, they spoke with other tongues. Well, I don't know. I have the Holy Spirit. Well, yes, you do have the Holy Spirit because you couldn't be born again without the Holy Spirit hallelujah but there is an experience beyond your initial salvation some of you receive christ tonight there's another experience called the baptism that's where you are immersed that's what the word baptism means to put under when we baptize people in water we don't believe in sprinkling people here amen we believe in dunking them and i get every hair (laughs) glory to god some of your ladies' hair, they float to the top. I take it and push it down. I want every fiber, <laughs> every cell, amen, baptized. That's what it means, being immersed. And, and that's what Jesus does when you're, you're baptized with the Holy Spirit. In the Holy Spirit, you, you are immersed into him. You have him inside of you. You have him outside of you. In other words, I would call it overflow. You're just overflowing. You're bubbling. You're filled with the Holy Spirit, and and, uh, Jesus said, from your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Rivers of living water, hallelujah. Something that you can't explain it to a person, you've got to experience it, amen? Somebody can debate you, they can argue with you, but all you can do is say, man, I know that I know I've experienced the touch from heaven, hallelujah, I can't tell you how it happens, but I'm walking in it. I'm walking in the Holy Spirit. I pray in other tongues as the Spirit gives me utterance. Hallelujah. And and, and you need what I have. Praise God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You just can't debate something like that because a a carnal mind does not understand the things of the Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal them to us. Hallelujah. But in Matthew chapter 3, we're going to look at some verses tonight. Uh, John the Baptist says this, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. And we do that here. We baptize in water. But he who is coming after me, he's talking about Jesus, that is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. With the Holy Spirit and fire. And... You know, we growing up in church were, was introduced to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. No doubt about it. Uh, we as young people got baptized. We spoke in tongues, everything else. But there is a new dimension that's coming on the scene, and that's the fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit will put zeal in you. The fire of the Holy Spirit will bring you into a place of holiness. You don't have to worry about, well, do I need, uh, I'm going to have trouble quitting this habit. I'm going to have trouble giving this up. I'm going to have trouble giving that up. No, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you in in fire, glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. Holiness comes into you. You don't have to fret about it. You don't have to worry about how this is going to happen i've been addicted to cigarettes all my life i've been addicted to this i've been drinking i've been taking drugs i've been doing all of this don't worry about it. you know in the old days they used to preach you got to stop doing that and then you can get saved you can stop doing that and you get back no the holy spirit has come to help you to assist you in giving those things up that's harmful to your body glory to god so this is the holy spirit said He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Glory to God. In the Message Bible, I like this. It says, those who repent, I baptize with water, but there is coming a man after me who is more powerful than I. And that was Jesus. In fact, I'm not even worthy enough to pick up his sandals. But he will submerge you into union with the spirit of holiness and with a raging fire a raging fire hallelujah you wonder why we act so weird sometimes when that fire gets a hold of you oh boy glory to god and come on you guys you know there are times in your life where you get beside yourself whether it's at a a a sports game or whatever you're watching the super bowl and the patriots might be in it how many of you lived through those days we're believing for it again amen hallelujah where we can get beside ourselves hallelujah at that last touchdown that they make in two seconds you know we've lived through that tom brady came through just at the last pastor judy would go to bed thinking well you know there's no hope and then i say hey they just won really they were losing by you know glory to some great comebacks huh well that's the holy spirit he'll he'll bring some great comebacks into your life praise the lord you don't know how it happened but he'll bring it back and he will overflow in your life praise God hallelujah In Acts chapter 1 verse 8 Jesus shares with his disciples before he's taken up into heaven he says but I promise you this now this is Jesus Son of God the Word of God that was manifested in the flesh I promise you this the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you will be seized With power. Seized with power. What does that mean? Just a little dab? No. You'll be seized with the power. How many of you have been seized with the power of the Holy Spirit? Come on now. Three of you. Get them all tonight. Get them all tonight. Get them all tonight. I remember evangelists, I was in a meeting once and this this big old stocky guy came up for prayer. People were falling in the spirit, falling down everywhere. He comes up, he's a big, lot bigger than the evangelist. The evangelist was uh, probably in his 20s or something and just this guy was mm, like Delvin back there, you know, just big and mean looking. <laughs> picking on delvin today he's not mean looking he's he's a sweet gentle amen but anyway you know their parents it's what delvin's birthday today god give him a birthday blessing amen hallelujah oh praise god but this this guy walked up very intimidating and this we've we seen him and, and he told us later He said he turned around. I mean, we have no power within ourselves as far as in the natural. It's got to be the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And the evangelist turned around. He said, he shared with us later. He said, I said, Lord, do me one favor tonight. Zap this guy. (laughs) Amen. And before he could get turned around, the Holy Spirit picked the guy up and threw him. Hallelujah. So don't engage the Holy Spirit without knowing what you're getting into. Hallelujah. Never say you're not going to because you probably will. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Glory to God. You will be seized with power, you will be my messengers. One thing about it, it will make you an evangelist. That's what it's all about. It's not about goosebumps, it's not about, it's all that's good laughing having the joy, whatever we, you know, just the peace of God. But it's to empower us to be witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest, remotest place of the earth. Amen? To the farthest place of the earth he sent us. Amen? Glory to God. And let's read Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. And this was uh, prophetically spoken by the prophet Joel uh, in the Old Testament, and Peter just actually repeated it uh, verse by verse. It says, on the day of Pentecost, was being fulfilled. I'm reading this from the Passion Translation. All the disciples were gathered in one place. Suddenly, they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind. If that happened in most churches, it would scare everybody. Amen? Oh, we're getting a hurricane. We're getting, Amen. Suddenly they heard a sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering it was all anyone could bear. Then all at once a pillar of fire appeared before their eyes. It separated into tongues of fire and engulfed each one of them. They were all filled and equipped. Say this with me. They were all filled and equipped with the holy spirit and they were inspired to speak in tongues hallelujah empowered by the spirit to speak in languages they had never learned amen speaking languages they had never learned hallelujah and so the holy spirit has been sent to to do a work in our life that that really cannot be done without his assistance Jesus said in John uh, the book of John that it is expedient that I go away so the comforter will come he will guide you into all truth he will take a mine and show it to you he will be your helper he will be he will take my place he was talking to his disciples he will help you through things we cannot live a successful Christian life being fulfilled without the promise of the Father, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You cannot do it. And I've used this quote before, but Charles Finney who won a half a million people to the Lord uh, in his lifetime, powerful man of God, he had an experience with God. Say an experience. It's more than coming to church and singing out of a hymn book or singing the, the worship songs that we lead you in. Uh, setting in the service, listen to the preacher preach, and then go home and, and, you know, live like the world the rest of the week. Something that changes and impacts your life forever. Every moment of your life. And this is a quote by Charles Finney. But as I turned and was about to take a seat by the fire, and he was at home at this time, God can touch you at home. How many of you believe that? Alex shared that. It's not just in church now, but it's other places. Hallelujah i was about to take the seat by the fire and i received a mighty baptism of the holy spirit the holy spirit descended upon me body and soul that's what some of you have experienced i could feel the impression like a wave of electricity how many of you felt that before some of you have wave of electricity going through and through me Instead, indeed, it seemed to come in waves and waves of liquid love. For I could not express any other way. It seemed like the very breath of God. Hallelujah. And I've heard that some people have cried out, God, stop this. I'm gonna die if you don't stop this. Just being, oh, just in the presence of the Lord. Well, there's nothing like it. How many of you have experienced that presence? I want you to